The To Die For Daily Podcast is brought to you by R is for Revenge Dress, written by Kinsey Schofield and published by Post Hill Press. R is for Revenge Dress explores the celebrated life of Princess Diana through the alphabet, hitting bookshelves November of 2022. Pre-order R is for Revenge Dress at Amazon or Barnes & Noble today. Love the British monarchy. You've come to the right place. Welcome to the To Die For Daily Podcast with Kinsey Schofield. Take it away, Kinsey. Okay, Emily, thank you so much for talking to todiefordaily.com. You're my go-to astrologer for everything celebrity-related and royal-related. What can you tell me about the royal family through their, you know, um, astrology signs? Yes, well... Each chart is very different. You'd have to do a deep dive into each chart because each person has a specific purpose. You know, I've talked about, um, you know, Harry separating from the family is very much part of his own purpose. But when I look at Kate and William, their purpose is to be in the monarchy and to lead. You know, Kate's a Capricorn. Her son is in Capricorn. This is who you are on the inside. And Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. It's the father of the Zodiac. It's an energy of tradition. It's an energy of stability. Um, it, it's an energy of steadiness. It's, it's working hard for what you want. It's the goat. So it's all about work mm. um, and it's being a leader. So it's a very big energy. Uh, and then her moon, which is her emotions and also her own mother is in cancer. So this is where, you know, the nurturing side of her comes out, although it's not shown fully publicly because of that Capricorn energy, but you mm. can see it there, you know, when she smiles and she connects with people. Um, but cancer also can hide themselves, you know, they can get drained really easily. They can fill everyone's energy. And so, you know, they can kind of go into their shell and shut down. Wow. For her though, like when I look here, it's really that Capricornian energy. I don't know what her ascendant is because I don't know what time she was born, but her North node is in cancer and so is her husband's. So she and William both have a cancer North node, which is to basically, I mean, cancer is about family. So they have a duty to the family. That is their destiny. Whereas I think Harry Harry's um, energy, his North node is in Gemini. So he has an energy to um, spread a message. He has a message to give to the collective. So it's very, very, very different. Um, and then Megan, Megan has a, a North node in Leo, which is, you know, a, Neo, a North node in Leo is to be famous. It's to shine. It's to not conform to society. It's to be um, a leader in some sort of realm of being noticed or well-known. Right. And her yeah. son is also in Leo, her son, who she is on the inside. Leo is ruled by the sun. Leo is the energy of, do you have the actor, the entertainer, fame? But so their, their paths clearly to me are just very different. And really for Megan, Megan's life path is about stepping into the spotlight, finding her own individuality. Um, not, not, trying to belong anywhere, which she is still clearly working through, right? Because um, with the royal family and all the press and all of the newfound fame at this level, um, she is having to make her way as an individual, which is very important for her path. And then when I look at Harry, 
you know, Harry is also very individualistic, but he, I feel even though he can have a very spontaneous energy, he also can be very set in his ways. Mm-hmm. Um, he is somebody I feel too, that he can overthink and he lives a bit in the past. And so his energy is trying to move forward. I feel that they met each other at the right time. Um, and if I were just looking on the surface, I would say mm, they, they might be a good match, but I really feel that their energies like truly, truly are copacetic. I mean, they're soulmates, regardless yeah. of what people think they're here to complete something very important together. Wow. And what about, you know, they're defined as the Royal rebels are, is there anything yeah. rebellious <laughs> in their cards? Uh, absolutely. So, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, I feel like, again, so with, with Megan, she is learning to march to the beat of her own drum. She is learning to be a, a leader, not a follower. So that within itself, just taking that individualistic tone, um, whereas, you know, with, with the monarchy, um, social graces are important, looking a certain way, um, you know, she was never going to mold in into that. And Honestly, her life path isn't asking her to. It's asking her to do the opposite. And with Harry, Harry is searching for a deeper truth, I feel. Obviously, very connected with his mother. He's still exploring what he truly wants. And so they both absolutely look like wild cards, but they're truly on the right path and living their own purpose. In the period that I see that both um, William and, and Kate are in, when I look at their energies, Right now, it looks like there's energy around cooperation. There could be someone around them, I feel, that is being stubborn and inflexible. So there's a lot of focus on making compromises, maintaining peace, and there's a lot of energy around humanitarian pursuits. I wish I could say that I follow everything about the Royals, but I don't, (laughs) just because I'm reading people every day. But when I get into the energy, it's really about peace and harmony and maintaining cooperation through work. So um, I feel like they're actually handling this energy a lot better than maybe what maybe being shown out to the public. Um, you know, Kate's very logical. She's very stoic. She's very nurturing and she's very business minded. Wow. So there's a lot of energy around, you know, I don't want to say being non-emotional, but um, not getting too far into the emotions. Right. That's really interesting. Cause I feel like she kind of presents herself that way as well as I think stoic, which you used is a great mm-hmm. word to describe her and something that's very similar to what we see with queen Elizabeth. Yes. And I, I actually feel that their energies are very, very similar. Um, just like with William, where, you know, he knew he came in knowing that he had a job to do. And I feel that this was very much obviously Kate's destiny as well. Um, I mean, everything in her chart lends to, um, being a Royal lends to this being a career, a job, a path and taking it very seriously, being very mature about it and not letting emotions get in the way. Wow. So all those comments we see born to be queen underneath great pictures of her. Those are legit. Yes, Yes, they're very legit. She is meant to rule. She's got the energy. I love that. Uh, What is going to happen? Do you think 
What do you think mm-hmm. will happen? I should ask um, with Samantha Markle and Meghan Markle. Samantha has recently filed a lawsuit against Meghan Markle for defamation. She believes that Meghan lied about her within the Finding Freedom book and throughout the Oprah interview, and it has cost her her reputation and professional opportunities. Is this going to go to court? Do you think it'll be handled privately? Do you think that Samantha will come out the winner? So the energy I see her in this year, the cards are really in her favor. I feel being able to speak her truth. Um, But there's also a lot of fear there. I, I have to be totally honest here. I feel that both women were dishonest in their own way. So this is, you know, um, this is a, he said, she said type of situation, whereas it's got a greater effect on Samantha than it does on Megan. I feel, um, because it's affecting her day-to-day life. She is clearly not a famous person with, with the means that, um, her sister has, but I do feel that she will be successful. I can't see. So Court cases are super tricky, um, and I haven't looked super deep into the energy, but I feel she has a large sum of money coming to her. So between this year and next year, between age 57 and 58, either there will be something handled privately or she will, um, her case will be heard and she will win a sum of money. I, I just feel that regardless of what the outcome is, she's going to still feel very betrayed. Mm. And she, I feel, is someone that has a very hard time letting go of things um, and can seethe over them. So this is like really rocking her to the core. And Megan is someone that does not like confrontation. Mm. So I see that there could be money to either kind of make it go away. Um, and we may, we may not see it publicly, but I just see she's going to win money. But at the end of the day, like it's not going to solve the energy of what's really going on. There's other stuff happening here. And I feel that they've also been together in previous lives and they both are experiencing loss in their current life in this lifetime, but on different levels, they're more similar than they think they are. Wow. No, that's so, that's so interesting. Also, you know, just coming from an outsider's perspective, I've covered a couple of court cases. It seems to me like it would be in Megan's best interest to just make this go away because you don't want Mm -hmm. all of the dirty laundry aired on every TV station and every entertainment show. And, you know, the UK tabloids will go bonkers for any sort of salacious detail about Megan's life growing up. And honestly, I've read several biographies on Megan. Andrew Morton's was the most thorough. The the book is great and it's a thorough uh, exploration of her life growing up. I didn't feel like I knew the woman after I read it. So there's obviously so much to still be discovered about Megan. And, you know, a lawsuit is probably the last way Megan wants people to discover it. And she just, she, and tell me if this is in her cards or if this has anything to do with her mm-hmm. sign or whatever, she just seems like she needs to control the narrative and she wants to control what people know about her and how they find out. And that's why, to me, it feels like that's why the whole royal situation was uncomfortable for her because all of a sudden she was too big to control the story. And, um, it, I think it pained her. 
So it's interesting that you brought that up because when I was looking at her energy and her chart and just overall everything, the biggest thing that stands out with me for her, and this is part of her destiny path too, okay? So we all have our ups and downs, our flaws, things that we're working on. Very important the way that she is viewed. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of energy in her first house, which is the house of self. And so she works very hard to be viewed a certain way. It's very important to her. And her North Node is there. So she's finding her identity. She's trying to form her identity away from family, away from, you know, whatever her, her current role is, her job, her husband, the monarchy. She's really here to step out as an individual. But we may never see the real Megan because I feel also she goes to great lengths to hide certain parts of herself because she doesn't want to share that, obviously, with the public. So when you say you don't really know a lot about her, she doesn't really still know who she is. She's oh. still figuring out her own identity and that's part of her destiny. Do you think that Harry and Megan are forever? I mean, you said they're they're They were faded. They're soulmates, but does that mean that you are forever and ever? I, I don't know. So before when I've looked at them, I had felt that the relationship could end, but I think too, also a lot of the energy that I was seeing was I was seeing all the trouble that was coming mm -hmm. right after the wedding. What I still see is, is more chaos. This is a very challenging marriage, very challenging. Here's what I feel. I, I can see two roads. And one of the roads that I see is that the relationship itself that they could grow apart at some point emotionally, but that Harry would feel a duty to his children and would not leave them. But mm -hmm. I do see a lot of problems in the relationship um, behind closed doors. And, and currently right now, they're at odds. I see her having a lot of heartache right now. And I feel that he wants to be back home and she does not, she doesn't want to be a part of that. She has other plans. And so I, I think I had mentioned to you previously, um, maybe months ago, that I had felt that he would wake up one day and he would say, wait a minute, you know, what, what decisions have I made here? Um, because he can have an energy of kind of careless spontaneity and it's kind of catching up with him. And I feel that he's realizing that it's important to mend the relationship with his brother and with the family and to still be an active participant. Um, but I feel that this is painful for her. She does not feel seen or heard or um, doesn't feel that she belongs when it comes to the family. And so she feels very much like an outsider. And I do see some energy coming up. Like I would say April through June, she may have some issues in the headlines. Um, I just see some, some trouble coming up. I see a consistent pattern with them where they're just going to be tossed throughout the press. Yeah. Um, and again, it's part of her own life path to stand up and have self-confidence and to really follow her heart's desires, um, her heart's desire, which for her is going to be the philanthropic, um, I feel, uh, road path, just like Diana. Yeah. Um, 
but with Harry, there's just a lot of tension around what decisions are to be made. I feel that his heart right now lies at a distance and she's they're they're just they're just at odds right now i don't see them splitting up right now um in fact i see that there could be a third child in the future um if they choose it but this is not an easy marriage at all well and you you say that and we've seen prince harry by himself a couple of times lately we saw him go to the super bowl alone we saw well mm -hmm. he was with beatrice he wasn't with with megan but we also recently saw him in fort worth mm -hmm. texas at a rodeo by himself where he looked a little out of place so that's interesting mm -hmm. that you say that there is there are some challenges happening right now um i don't know if you get a sense of this from astrology from the cards or whatever but i sometimes i imagine Prince Harry and Meghan sitting at home doing, you know, doing nothing to engage in some of the chaotic headlines that are constantly coming out about them. Uh, are they are they doing anything to instigate this interest around them or does this interest naturally exist? I feel like they have lots of discussions. <laughs> lots of discussions, lots of planning, lots of figuring things out. I, I feel like they talk a lot with each other. And and Harry, I feel he he is someone who is really interested in the way that other people think, asking a lot of questions. He's got a lot of curiosity in his energy. So I feel that they do have a lot of discussions like i feel like they non-stop talk wow. um about all of this and she's deeply sensitive like i said it really wounds her to see all of the headlines that are negative it, it deeply affects her because again she's still trying to find her own identity and forge her own path in this lifetime and when you marry somebody that's part of the monarchy you are expected to mold into that but that's not her pathway and so it, it looks very rebellious um but at the same time you know harry has always been i feel kind of in between i always felt he would kind of break free um he is somebody that needs to get out his own truth and i feel that very deeply in regards to his mother you know he i, I don't want to say that prince um william took diana's death better but i feel that he understands the business of the monarchy harry i feel well, I, was well, much I, more deeply affected yeah i would just say you know i don't think i don't yeah i don't think that necessarily he took the death better i just think he he immediately knew he had a job and, right. and that and, and harry didn't you know um right. william immediately had an assignment he knew that one day he would be king and harry was always and repeatedly reminded he was always the spare and so he didn't have right. that i need to i need to straighten up because the world is watching because one day i will be in charge it was really like i just miss my mom and i'm spiraling because i don't i don't have anything to do or anywhere to go so i, I understand what you're saying most certainly that that harry probably does struggle with it more because he's got more time to think about it he's got more time to dwell and prince william has been given assignments and a big assignment in general um and so i think it, it's been harder for prince william to dwell on it because he's also had you know he had private meetings with the queen all growing up that harry didn't have access to because he wasn't you know 
pre- preparing to become king. So I, I do get that. And I wonder, you know, at what point the monarchy might start to create real jobs for the, the quote unquote spare, or does the spare even need to exist anymore? I don't know. It just, it just feels like clearly with princess Margaret, with Prince Andrew and with Prince Harry, I mean, Prince Andrew, my God, but clearly, (laughs) but clearly there is, you know, not having that that role and that objective in life and and that end game and that goal it's it's unhealthy for these people and they they get into trouble well and with harry his life path is just so different you know it's like you said i mean and i see it that way too with with the energy with william is that he he knew what his job was going to be whereas Harry also, I feel is also more predisposed to thinking negatively, um, and to having, you know, like, I feel like he can get really in his mind and get down and, and it's very much tied to the past. So it's like, he's retracing those steps and trying to figure it out. But what he may not fully realize about himself is that he's actually a teacher he has a voice and he does have a purpose. So him figuring out what that is, is going to be really important. And the two of them together, Harry and Megan, they're both, even though they're at odds right now, their paths are both essentially saying that they are trying to figure out who, who the hell they are. Yeah. Well, where we see these two separate Harry's in the public eye, since he's left the Royal family, we see him, you know, trying to do these $10,000, I think it was either 10,000 or $100,000, these speeches, you know, a la Barack Obama and Bill Gates, and, you know, kind of pursuing that venture of leadership almost. But then we also see him, the silly side of him where he's, you know, dressed up all in orange, like a traffic cone, juggling outside of (laughs) Megan's window during the 40 by 40 initiative video. So we see these two super different sides, whether, you know, he's trying to play on the same field as former presidents and Mark Zuckerberg's, but then he's also super silly dressing up, juggling. Who is the real Prince Harry? They're both part of him. I think too, he's always going to have that kind of boyish fun, like court gesture, you know, mischievous side to him. Um, and letting that shine is important for him. So when you were talking about the speaking, that is absolutely part of his life path. Cause I feel that that's like his, his main energy purpose is to teach in some way to give the world very important information. He has an energy about him where he can get into comparing himself to other members of the family. And then he invalidates his own feelings, you know, and, and really honestly, like his energy to me really spoke of that. He wasn't happy in the position that he was in, but he did it anyway. And Mm -hmm. I feel that Megan's energy kind of came in to say, you know, to really put him deeper on his destiny path. But right now we're seeing that he holds on again to the past. There's nostalgia there. So this breakaway that he's had, he's, he's kind of rethinking some of this. He's rethinking how he, he wants to move forward. Well, why do people connect with Prince Harry, but they don't connect with Meghan Markle? 
again, she, she doesn't reveal all of herself. She's very protective of her own energy and she's still figuring out who she is. So there's a lot, a lot of energy around wanting to try to fit in and belong in her, her life path, but her never actually being able to fit in anywhere. And it's very confusing for her. So that energy can rub people the wrong way. And I think also, you know, given the history, um, of the, the paparazzi and, and everything, I think she's been shielded more yeah. by her husband yeah. because he's trying to protect her based on what happened with his mother. And she does accept that and acknowledge that. But I, I do feel like she does get really scared. So she's still figuring out how to step into her own power and she's not there yet. So we don't see her full true expression and it comes off, I think, as unsettling to other people because she's not revealing her her essence, like her full energy. She's hiding it. Do you think she wants to be president one day? Ah, that's quite interesting. So I do feel like there is some energy around her getting into politics. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like there is a pathway there if she does choose it. She's, I feel like right now too, she's also being mentored by some people that are within that realm and very high up um, and that she has big plans for herself. I think that she is going to serve best being philanthropic and giving back to the world. Um, That, that is part of her path, you know, lover or hater. Um, And, and truthfully, I think also you know, when we would look at Diana, Diana didn't really reveal all parts of herself. She's deeply sensitive. Right. But at the same time, you know, she, she was quite lonely and quite sad. Um, and I think that Harry didn't want the same thing to happen to his wife. And she's not lonely and sad now. I mean, we don't hear a lot about them. We haven't seen her in a long time. Um, yeah, you don't feel like she's lonely and sad now, or is um, she- I actually do. <laughs> at this curtain, right now, in this very moment, I actually feel that she's really struggling. Aww. She's struggling with some heartache. I see continued turbulence outside of them. I see continued turbulence, um, like ups and downs within the relationship. And, and, truly, even, and truly, we probably will never hear about that stuff because they are so private. So it, it'll probably right. come and go under the radar and that's fine. It's none of my business, <laughs> but I mean, I'm curious to see how successful their Netflix shows are there. They have uh, currently in production, two shows, one about Evictus games, which is Prince Harry's production. That's going to follow wounded warriors um, on their track to the next Evictus Games and Prince Harry is supposed to appear in that. And then Meghan Markle is producing a children's cartoon for Mm -hmm. Netflix about a a young girl that's inspired by these iconic women in history. Uh, Will the, I mean, all eyes are on them because we know that they were cut such big checks for this relationship. Will these products be successful will Netflix. I feel like the projects that they're involved in will be successful. And and I see, I see her becoming more famous for, you know, she, she's coming also to the end of a, a, a long cycle. And it's like, she's going to be obtaining 
a lot of the uh, goals that she set for herself within the public in the next, I feel three years. So I do feel that they will be successful. And I feel part of it too, is that there are people that do identify with her. They see her, you know, this was what you would consider a commoner who, you know, became, became a a royal essentially. Um, And that story is fascinating to people. And also I think people are really fascinated with just the curiosity of seeing what they're about. So I do think that it will do well. And I see other projects coming too. I feel she's going to do a lot of things with um, some other very notable people. Um, and even, I mean, when she's 42, there's a lot of energy around um, fame and, um, and, and projects in the public. What's interesting is that I continuously see though her being dragged through the press though. She could have like a big win or she could do something kind of, you know, show part of herself. And then I see like, you know, some, some challenges. So. So it's it's, not an easy, it's not an easy road ahead, but it's a, but it's a successful road ahead. It's a successful road, but the road is not easy. I would say, because I look at marriages and relationships and just life paths in general, even though she has the prestige and the money and the power that she has at this point, this is a very challenging life path. I think that that's fascinating. And what I also think is fascinating is I know she's having these conversations too, because she believes in astrology. You know, she went to an astrologer shortly before she met Prince Harry and said, you know, what is your advice for me? Because she's been kind of obsessed with love. Um, And she really wanted to find somebody after Trevor. And the astrologer said, I think you'll meet somebody in the UK. He didn't know it was a prince, but he said, I think you'll meet somebody in the UK. So we know that Megan is also as interested in this. Maybe not as much as Princess Diana, but she certainly believes in it. She's got Scorpio in the fifth house. So it's a couple of things. So she's the fifth house is creativity. It's children. It's also true love, romance and dating. And Scorpio is a very intense sign. It's it's a water sign. It's the most sensitive sign in the Zodiac, but it's black or white you know, it's intense passion. So when it comes to her creative projects, she is going to go in with such an intensity and such a passion um, that it's going to create transformation. Same thing with the relationship. She was never going to go into this, um, you know, and, and just, you know, like sit on the fence. She went all in into the relationship. She is a bit intense. She likes to merge very quickly and she's very loyal. So I feel like, and they, she's got seventh house Capricorn. This is a pretty good position for marriage for long-term, but again, it it can, two people can, can grow apart emotionally, um, in in the long run. It feels like I hear a lot that she's super loyal, but you know, I hear that a lot. I mean, I've read that in um, Andrew Morton's book about her, that she's just like the, the greatest friend. She's super loyal, but on the outskirts i mean from again it's like i think you're what you're saying is so much goes on behind the scenes that we don't see and hear about and i believe that that's true but what we do see and hear about are a lot of burned bridges you know jessica mulroney who was one of her best friends who was um you know she was at the wedding her children were in in the wedding uh, that was her stylist in canada who well, she i'll was, tell you why okay She's, her, her wounding is in the 11th house the 11th house is friendships. It's the public, it's community. So she's learning all of her lessons and all of her wounding 
in friendships and dealing with the public, dealing with anything that has to do with the masses. And her Chiron, which is her wounding, is in Taurus. And Taurus is about losing things. So she's going to lose many friendships and people along the way. This is a life path where she, she is having to let go of money, of people, of places, of ideas. So that's part of her evolution and her destiny. Um, she has a lot of learning around that 11th house. And I'm also she can be a bit stubborn, uh, I feel. Yeah. So, you know, it's like she, she can see things um, a certain way, but although her moon is in Libra, so she likes to also be diplomatic, there is a lot of energy around her also not feeling, like I said, like she fits in and this goes into friend groups too. Yeah. So she's kind of a lone ranger. That's how I see her energy. Do you suspect that Prince Harry will connect, will reconnect with his family anytime soon? Or do you think that he's going to sadly be on his own for a little while? I do feel like he wants to reconnect. I do feel that this is part of their, their issue that they're having personally together. I do feel that there are conversations. Um, I feel that he's actively trying right now. Whether or not it will be well received, whether or not it will amount to anything in the future, I can't really see that at this moment because there's a lot of energy blocking in between their relationship where they're, they're at odds with this. Again, they're, they're trying to forge their own paths. They're together, but his heart right now, I feel, is in the UK. Wow. And um, of course, he loves his wife and his kids, but, and his heart is with them too, but he is having some regret right now. Wow. With wow. the way that things were handled. And what about, uh, yeah, I mean, I think about that all the time. There's this historic, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to keep you very much longer because I know I'll just keep you a few more minutes if you don't mind. But I, I there's this historic um, entity that is a dinosaur and it functions like a dinosaur. And Prince Harry is old enough to know that it functions like a dinosaur. For them to go behind the dinosaurs back and to get this hot shot LA, New York PR firm to help them strategize this big exit, this big launch of a secret website, Harry had to know that this would be frowned upon and it would feel like betrayal to all of the players involved. So I, I totally get what you're saying that he might be going, you know, was that really the best move? Because I think once he did that, you know, I think that a lot of the people that normally would side with him or would have his back thought they are wild cards and I don't want to be involved in this. So this is the other thing about his energy. You know, he doesn't want to be seen as weak. Mm. There is an energy where, you know, it's like he he wants to be seen as having more control over his life and his path and his destiny. And he does have a lot of fear and doubt and inner confusion. So I think a lot of it was about him not being seen as weak and him rising up onto his own path. But the way that he did it, I, I kind of feel again, it was that spontaneous energy and he was a little bit 
self-righteous and that energy is not good for him. He doesn't like to be told what to do. So he has his own ideas and opinions. And it's like when he makes, when he makes a decision, he goes all in, but he can have blinders on. So yeah. I think the exit could have been done better, but right. that was what he, that was what he chose. So again, but again, this is his path and his own learning. Unfortunately, he's part of the monarchy and he's doing it publicly, you know? Yeah. Not everybody has a life path that consists of that, but we're all seeing it play out in real time. And so there's also like a lot of energy where I feel like where he could go back and be like, man, I, I kind of want to change my mind. Wow. And this is where confusion comes up from him. I, well, what I like about what you said in regards to William and Kate is that things might look different on the outside than are going on on the inside. And, you know, it, sound, it seems like they're comfortable and confident with what is happening on the inside and that they have faith that things are going to get better um, with the chaos kind of happening right now in the, the press. It, it was very bad PR, their latest royal tour. Um, I didn't necessarily see it, but I'm seeing other people say it. Like I got an email from CNN this morning that said like failed tour. And I thought, well, that's being dramatic. Uh, but yep. do you do you see a successful future for them? Do you see, you know, I know with with Harry and, and Megan, you said, oh my goodness, so much to look forward to, even if it is a roller coaster, they do have an exciting opportunities ahead of them. Do you see the same with William and Kate? I mean, definitely a roller coaster for Megan and Harry. The one thing I do want to point out is that even though the press is, is reporting this drama and chaos, they don't feed into drama and chaos. Right. They, you know, they, they, they don't even pay attention to it. So when I look into their energy, it, it's more, their energy feels successful about the tour. Okay. So whatever is being reported, again, is not really what's going on in the inside. When I look at, um, Kate's energy too, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of focus in mastering things, getting organized, um, especially this year. So she's, she's moving into more also, um, energy around like partnerships, certain partnerships, uh, taking on kind of new roles within her own her own duties. And part of that is also, you know, being out in the public, which they have been for a long time, but there's some more energy here and creating more tranquility. So I feel like the energy is to stabilize all of this drama that has been around the family, starting with Harry and Megan. Um, I just feel that they don't want to give into that energy. And then obviously the energy with Prince Andrew, there's just so much that's been happening around the Royal family for the last five years. Is it five years? Yeah, uh, maybe longer. Long yeah. But when I'm looking here, she in particular is looking for tranquility and stability here no, with the public. So that's brilliant because we have heard from insiders that she is the fixer really, that she is the glue that's holding everything together and kind of the face of everything's going to be okay. So that works, yep. that works incredibly well with that narrative that we've heard from Royal insiders. That's awesome. Yeah. So when I look at them in, in the future, 
the way that the energy shows up for them is um, they're, they're both coming to the end of, of a cycle. And I do feel that the next cycle that they're in will be more prosperous. And when I say prosperous, it doesn't have to be financial. That, that can just mean that we're more abundant with the public. We're, we're continue to be well-received. Um, and so when I look at both of their energies, it's like this year, 2022 and 2023, there are difficulties here. Okay. They're facing difficulties. Um, but I feel that they're handling it well, and that's all that matters. So the next phase of energy from, I would say around 2024 to 2030, um, the energy is about keeping the peace. and about stability and foundation. And again, as you were talking about her being a fixer, I see also his energy moving into that too. Um, I feel that they are, you know, a very unified front and I see that they have the same goals here. So it looks, it looks good to me. Now that doesn't mean that they're not going to have scandals or energy to deal with, but it feels to me the next from now to the next few years is really where the energy is going to end up changing. So this year, 2023, it could be challenging, but then we get to 2024 and it just, it feels better. It feels a lot better. That's great to hear. And do you feel like with William's energy shifting into fixer status, that might be a sign that his heart softens a little bit towards Prince Harry and might try to heal that wound? They have a very challenging relationship. I, I still feel that they, they were just born to do such different things and they don't fully understand each other. I feel that, and I want to be careful about how I say this. Um, I feel that William has a more mature energy that he's even, his energy is older than he actually is. Uh, same with Kate. Wow. And so they may look um, at Harry and Megan as being very disruptive. And if they're going to go off and do their own thing, then they need to just go. Right. So I still see challenges around their relationship. I feel that there will be conversations, but I don't know that they're going to get back exactly to the place that, um, they were at. I see Harry making more of an attempt to mend. I just see William, William is, you know, I've got a job to do here. I don't have time to to deal with kind of child's play. That's kind of how his energy reads to me. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to, to die for daily.com. I'm trying to, you're so welcome. Trying to figure out how to like, like in this, um, uh, professionally, since you're one of my BFFs, I I'm it's foreign (laughs) to me. Um, but no, I, if you want to know more about Emily, it's at Emily E-M-I-L-I on Instagram. And it's soulhouse.life. It's uh, soulhouse.life, L-I-F-E, to book a reading. Perfect, perfect. Well, thanks again, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the To Die For Daily Podcast with Kinsey Schofield. A transcript of this chat is available at todiefordaily.com. Please subscribe to hear more from your favorite royal commentators. Cheers.